Welcome back to another episode of Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. Uh, we're a little late today with the podcast because we wanted to get in all that D23 goodness. And it also means it's just Adam and I because Rhiannon has a life and we do not. So she was not available on a weekend. But That is very much accurate. <laughs> Um, we're gonna, today, I was just telling Adam, we're gonna have a very easy structure. Uh, we're gonna cry about Spider-Man, and then, or at least I am, and then... We aren't, yeah, we are. <laughs> and then we'll talk about D23. Um, so this week we found out that Sony and Marvel have not been able to come to an agreement yet on a deal to do more MCU movies. Um, Deadline reported it as it was kind of over... And then there was some hope given by people on Twitter that maybe things were thawing on Friday, maybe. And then yesterday, Saturday, Feige and Holland both gave statements along the line of, well, we did all the Spidey we wanted to do in the MCU and we're done. Right. Uh, I'm not taking any of this particularly well. Adam, mm-hmm. it seems like you are. So try to give me some hope for why I should not be as upset as I am. So I was very surprised with what what Feige said, you know, on that Entertainment Weekly video. You know, he uh, he pretty much came at it. The angle is they did the Spidey they wanted to do, right? They he he said something along the lines of this was never going to be infinite. You know, there was there was a set number of, of movies um, we were always going to do with it. Um, that was totally a, a safe face type type moment, but. Um, yeah, I don't want to convince you it's it's a good deal, right? Um, I'm more of the camp that I'm I'm on the side where the the people the wrong people are getting blamed, right? Uh, it is crappy. I mean, if if I was a Spider Man fan, I would be absolutely devastated right now. I, I totally understand. Um, um, where these Spider-Man fans are coming from, especially after those the, those two Garfield movies, and Tom Holland's just brilliant, you know, as Peter Parker. It's it's peak Peter Parker. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're kind of at the point where this he could have ended his MCU story arc at a much worse spot, right? I mean, it's it's not quite resolved, but at least Far From Home did give us that um I don't want to say resolution, but he's no longer dependent on an Avenger, right? He's no longer dependent on anyone else. It's kind of it is kind of Daredevil esque. Not only is, you know, the people blaming Netflix are Netflix are completely wrong, um, in that sense, but it's it's the type of thing where um where there is so much more story to be told, at least Daredevil season three ended in a pretty good spot story wise. I think I'd, I'd feel that way about Spider-Man if we hadn't got those end credits. Right, right, exactly. And then, you know, J.K. Simmons popping up, then that just throws a whole wrench into the forks and his identity being revealed, right? Um, but not counting, you know, the post-credit stingers. I mean, it's it's a pretty self-contained story arc, right? It is the uh, both post-credit scenes are kind of shot themselves in the in the foot with those. So there's all kinds of things that I want to know, like the Avengers Tower. They have clearly been leading up that it's going to be something else. 
Now, if that's the Baxter building, then there's no problem. But if that was supposed to be Oscorp, is Sony allowed to, like, are buildings within the film rights? Like, will Sony be allowed to continue that or not? I would guess. I mean, in the terms of, like, Oscorp, I would believe so, right? But then even then they would just... There's so many questions when it comes to this. I mean, not once, um, you know, not once has anyone said... Uh, the Sony movies aren't in the MCU, right? I mean, that's just what everyone's kind of assuming because Kevin Feige won't pr- be producing these anymore. Um, so that's a really good point. I've thought about this week. If they came out and said, these are in the MCU, they're just not produced by Kevin Feige, I could feel a lot better about this. Because at some point, we're going to get MCU stuff that's not produced by Kevin Feige. In fact, I would not be surprised if at some point one of these Disney Plus series, they go, just so you know, Kevin's not going to have a producer title. He's too busy. Nate Moore is going to be the producer on this. You know, like, or Victoria Alonza. Like, I think that's going to happen, and I'm okay with that. I just, you know, I want to see a continuation of the storyline, and I just, it seems hard. It seems like a third Spidey movie with zero references to the Avengers or Tony Stark would feel impossible uh at this point i i don't know right because i they would need they wouldn't need nick fury right they I, they wouldn't need iron man or anything you know they're what about happy happy yeah i can see that um but i mean like if jk simmons is the big bad or you know if he's a he's a big role they could still have that uh, they still have Scorpion, right? What's stopping them from bringing back Jake Gyllenhaal? What's um, stopping them from bringing back Michael Keaton? You know, what's stopping them from a, a Center Star Six movie with with what they have? Um, so I, there's still a pretty good chunk of a universe there without Iron Man or Happy or uh, Nick Fury. Certainly doesn't need Maria Hill, right? Do you feel confident it would be good though? I do. Uh, I mean, yes, I didn't hate Venom. Um, but I mean, uh, Lord Miller, right? I mean, they don't have, so they do have their first look deal is with Universal, so there probably would be some hurdles to to jump. But uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, um, I, I would put so much faith in those guys. They make the exact type of movies I love, the, the campiness, the goofiness. Uh, I totally love both Jump Street movies. Um, so hilarious. Uh, Spider, I mean, and that's the thing. People, people are hating on Sony. Um, but Venom, Venom's one of the, the highest grossing superhero movies ever made. You know how much, but it sucked, but it sucked Adam. It was so bad. Okay. So, so, so it made money, right? So that that's where they're coming from. Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse just won an Oscar. Why, you know, why? They can they can make the things. I mean, let's back up a little bit. The Amazing Spider-Verse or the Amazing Spider-Man movies sucked and they didn't make much money, right? Correct. 
So at least they have one of the part, you know, they have the commercial success going for them, right? And then but I honestly don't care about the commercial success. The only reason I care about it is so I'll get more of it. Yeah, but it's and not I like I got it in this case and they're taking right. it away from me. Well, it's not like I mean, it's certainly I mean, Sony nor Disney care if critics like the movie. I mean, shit, they're going to find some person somewhere to give them enough pull quotes for a Venom 2 commercial, right? They're going to get someone somewhere to get uh two thumbs up pull quote for the Blu-ray slipcover. Right. But we've seen, we've seen what happens though, when a studio makes consecutive bad movies, eventually you run out of goodwill. We saw it happen with the transformers. We saw it happening with Spider-Man before the MCU deal. We've seen it happen hardcore with the Fox deal. You make enough bad movies in a row and you kill a brand. So, okay. So what's, I mean, what's the big concern here? Cause I mean, you love the first, you love the Raimi movies, right? Or you enjoy them. They're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. I mean, they're not no, even Spider-Man three, you know, the worst of the trilogy. People still think it's certainly much better than the two amazing oh, no, Spider-Man. It's garbage. Oh, oh it's, no, no. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 is better than Spider-Man 3 I by wouldn't far. I go with that. So, by far? This is, this is my problem. Would, Here's my rankings. Here's my live action rankings. Far From Home, Homecoming, A Thousand Million Billion Miles, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like... The Marvel movies are so far and away superior. And I know people like Raimi Spider-Man 2. It's not that good. It's not. Ask a lot of people, man. There are so many critics that say (laughs) Spider-Man 2 is the best superhero movie of all time. And that's the thing. I mean, there's there's a lot of people who at least think, you know, the three Spider-Man movies are palatable. Right? So I... It's not like... But it's Spidey. He doesn't deserve palatable. He deserves, like... He sells himself. He leaves ma- I mean... But he deserves better. The fans deserve okay, better. I don't, I don't see where the concern is. I mean, if... What happened... I mean, if Sam Raimi does Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland, I don't think anyone's going to balk at that idea whatsoever. So, I, I will give you a metaphor for what you're saying. It's like you get, like, a couple of prime filet mignon cuts... And you're like, well, pff, let's grind them up and turn them into hamburgers because filet mignon will sell on itself. Who cares how crappy it's prepared? No, the filet mignon deserves a chef that knows how to cook the meat in the right way because it's a high quality ingredient. People make brisket burgers and all that stuff all the time. Why not? <laughs> oh. Why not? I don't, you know, that's the thing. I mean, Venom, Venom was panned by critics, right? Uh the, the Amazing Spider-Man 2's, I mean, most people think that's the worst superhero movie ever made. And Morbius will be terrible. I have no doubt that Morbius is going to be garbage. Maybe. I mean, is it probably, you know, but that's the thing. I mean, looking at, considering, you know, the Holland movies, considering the Maguire movies, Sony's made more better Spider-Man movies than they haven't. Made more good ones than bad ones okay let's say bad ones venom right amazing spider-man 2 would you consider spider-man 3 bad or would you consider that okay so i would say spider-man 3 both amazings and venom 
are all terrible. Okay, so they're half and half. Yeah, this just, it's just, it's all like, it's Fox all over again. These are guys that are just throwing stuff against the wall, and sometimes they get lucky and they get a Days of Future Past, but you get an X-Men Apocalypse for every one. Sure, Logan was great, but I also had to sit through Dark Phoenix. You know, like... Yeah, but what, I mean, I, I mean, I would give Sony the benefit of the doubt over Fox. I mean, let's talk X-Men. What, sh- what are good X-Men movies? X2 and Days of Future Past? And Logan? Deadpool? Yeah, and all of those movies are better than all of the non-MCU Spider-Man movies. Uh, wait, all, which ones? The good Fox ones? Because it's certainly not Dark Phoenix and certainly not no, no, no. Apocalypse. Lo- but Logan and Deadpool and X2 are all better than the best Spider-Man movie without the MCU. Anyway, I mean, I don't, it's just, it's so just frustrating. We should talk Why? about the deal itself, right? Yes, we should. But, and that's the thing with each passing day, there's, a, there's a new one. So let's break it down a little bit. So it started off and that's what, a, it's so confusing because it, it, it just comes down to money, right? So the initial report was, okay, let's start at the very beginning. The deal right now is that Sony foots the bill for the entire production, right? They Correct. foot the bill and they get 95% of the box office receipts. Disney gets a 5% first dollar gross, which means they get money from the time the first ticket sells, right? Not some profit or or net gain or something, but they get 5% of every single penny made at the box office. Which means for Spider-Man, they made 50, 55 million dollars. Well, between both of them, it's over a hundred or something now. Well, no, I'm saying 5% of a billion or 1.1 billion. Oh, you're saying far from home. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then the other part of that is Sony doesn't get a penny of apparel or merchandising or toys or anything right. like that. So Sony's footing the bill for the entire thing. Um, and then the other chunk of that is Disney didn't pay any licensing fees or anything like that. Right? They didn't pay a penny to use Spider-Man in the MCU or Endgame or Infinity War or anything like that. And to my knowledge, I could be wrong, all of the consumer product stuff goes directly to Sony. Which for Spider-Man Far From Home was the greatest consumer product film in the history of movies. They made like $200, $250 million off that. Not the... You mean toys and stuff? That's all Disney. No, I mean Dr. Pepper, Audi, all that kind of stuff. stuff. Right, right, right. But then uh, we I was looking at one... Yeah, yeah. It, so, I mean, there, there there's money to be made, certainly. But the thing is, at the end of the day, Disney's printing free money. Right, it is. Free. Well, except for they had to make a movie. They had to. So how how do you want to say they had to make a movie? It's opportunity cost. Kevin Feige and his team and the Marvel production crew spent a significant amount of time. They could have pumped out Shang Chi a year earlier. Or they could have made the Eternals a year earlier, or they could have done Thor 4 faster. There is another movie that could have been in this July slot that they didn't make. Because Sony sets the... How how so? Kevin's really the only... 
the only one helping out with the MCU and stuff. Obviously, they're using Spidey and other properties, but it's not like Feige and Alonzo and Moore and Steven Broussard and Trent Tran are all in a room writing Far From Home. They're right? working on it. There's no way that they're... That, I mean, it's part of the MCU. They've got... They have meetings about it. It's part of their right. retreats. I mean, I mean it's, it's mostly... It's mostly... Because you have to remember, I mean... Uh, with Far From Home, Amy Pascal is also an executive producer. Uh, Matt Tolmax, an executive producer, right? The Venom sure. guy. So eh, I wouldn't because they set the July date. Sony sets the July date. I wouldn't say that they could be focusing on something else. You know, I just think it's. Uh, well, Kevin Feige's not spending zero time on Far From Home, right? Well, I'm not saying he is, but I, it's certainly not as you know elaborate as Black Widow. Or something, you know, it's not a Marvel Studios movie. No, but they're running the production side. They're making the creative decisions. I believe their casting directors making all the casting. They're using their visual effects people. They're using their, like, they're using their teams. They did switch. They they use mostly Sony people for visual. So let me let me tell you this. So, so you're building a house, right? Okay. Okay. You're building a house and you pay the contractor to build the house, right? And the contractor builds the house because you pay the contractor to build the house. Now, once the house is done, what are you going to do when the contractor comes back and says, Hey, um, you know, I put a kitchen in the basement. I'm going to live in the basement. You don't expect the contractor to, to, to live in the house that they built, right? Because you paid that contractor to build your house. Sony... But this is the thing. Sony didn't pay Marvel. I mean, they gave them something, but they did not give them the going rate. They were getting far more services than they were paying for with all these Spider-Man movies. That's debatable. You're saying... No, it's not debatable. So you're saying... Literally, the Sony exec said, quote, we don't know what we're doing, unquote, with Spider-Man. Okay. But but at the end of the day, Sony or Disney still ended up getting at least what half a million or half a billion dollars from receipts and, and toys and and that kind of stuff, right? But so like toys is an interesting thing. So Marvel also paid all of the costs for making the toys. So yeah, but they like, still how okay, much that's, profit is that's it? cost of goods sold. That's cost of doing business, right? I mean, they still made millions, billions, if that, you know. But see, this is the thing with the deal is the offer. Marvel was not just asking for more profits. Marvel was offering to also finance it and take on the risk and the costs. So like the 50-50 number that's been thrown around. Sure, Sony was being asked, you know, the profit. I mean, to me, it's almost it's almost not worth talking about. The profit for Far From Home is going to be somewhere between two and $250 million dollars. And I base that on Deadline's profit analysis of Aquaman last year, which made similar box office numbers to Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they'll get 200 250 million in profit. Let's say they had to split that half and half with Disney, and they only would have got $100 million instead of $200 million. They also were going to save $100 million in production costs because Marvel was going to take half. So you see what I'm saying? Like, if this movie had been done in a 50-50 way, it would have been $100 million instead of $200 million to produce. And their profit off of that $100 million would have... They, they literally would have lost zero margin. 
trying to do the math in my head. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the way, so the the way it is now, it Disney doesn't even Disney doesn't even have to care about a profit, right? I mean, I mean the way Disney's hall is now, it's taking away even more money. So, but I agree. I think this is why Disney was actually doing something helpful for Sony by saying, "Let's stop the first dollar and let's go to the profit." We shouldn't make money unless these movies make money. So they were moving to a profit model. And also, we heard that it's not actually 50. They're actually asking for 25 or 30. But even if they ask for 50, we all know how that works. It's a negotiation. If if Marvel asks for 50, then it's going to get dickered down to 20 or 30. And that's a fair the, number. The latest was, uh, what's what's Sony guy's name? Uh, Todd? Tom? Something? Tom, I don't know how to do my job, sir. Yeah, uh, okay. I, Deadline or one of the trades reported he countered Disney's thirty with twenty five, and Disney balked at twenty five. So, and that came from Sony. What? That information? Well, I don't know. It was someone, I'm sure, some Sony person leaked it or, or something. Because here's my thing: Sony took such a hit on this. Their PR people have been working like crazy to try to there, spin there, the story. There's no way this story didn't service from a Disney source. There's no yep. way. And as soon as it did, Sony started making calls to your website and everybody else. And like, well, listen, it's all the big bad Disney. Like Sony, who, by the way, is a larger corporation than Disney, totally started this PR blitz about... We wanted to make it work, but Marvel didn't, and it's such baloney. Oh, they make me so angry. Why? How's it? I I don't know. It's it is what it is, man. It's we're sitting here arguing over over two conglomerates that could give two less about us, right? That's what it comes down to. They don't give a crap about the storytelling. It's 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 all about the the money. That's why they're pumping out a Venom two. That's why why they're doing Morbius. We're totally on two different sides of the aisle, and that's the thing. We don't. Never once has anyone said that this isn't going to be uh, MCU stuff, right? I mean, they could still, um, um, no pun intended, still have a symbiotic relationship, right? They could still maybe be MCU adjacent or, or something like that. But at the same time, I mean, does does Kevin Feige want? Spider-Man, does he want Venom? Does he want Morbius? Does he want Nightwatch? Does he want Silver Sable and Black Cat? Does he I think want... he wants Spider-Man. I think he cares about Spidey. But he... Well, then say that. Why go to Entertainment Weekly and say that, you know, hey, we did what we wanted to do. We knew this wasn't going to last forever, oh, right? Because... Okay, so let me ask this. Do you think this is over, the whole conversation? I think it's more over than most people want. Okay. I think most people are holding out hope that something could happen. But that's the thing, man. In a post, in a post uh, Disney twentieth century merger, who knows, right? That's the thing. I never would have once thought. We joked, man. We joked like, "Oh man, just wait until Disney buys twentieth century Fox." Right? And then they did it. Sure as hell, they went out and bought the whole damn company. Sure, they got a lot of other properties. Uh, and that's the thing. If Disney wanted to buy Sony Pictures, they could. Because to me, there's all sorts of off-ramps. Like, I can see a world in which Sony makes the decision that they're going to release Spider-Man Home 3 
in, uh, I don't know, whatever, two years from now, 2021, and they put out a trailer in summer of 2020, and the trailer gets slaughtered online. It's like a Dark Phoenix-type response. There's memes, people are mocking it, they're like, this sucks, all the social media traction is bad, their number crunchers start going, oh no, this looks like a total flop. At that point, do they go to 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 Disney and go, Uncle, fix this for us. This is too important for it's, us. You know, it's, like it's already. I think there. that could happen. No, it's already there. You know how? Look, search Spider Man on Twitter and look how many people are saying, "Save Spider Man," or "I'm not giving Sony a dime" or any of that stuff. It's it's That's already me. happened. That's no, totally I'm you. That's I'm you. not I watching mean, Morbius. I'm not seeing Venom two. I'm gonna skip Spider Verse movies. I will bite off my own toe to spite my face or whatever. That's not the expression. I don't care. I'm going to let him have it. That's the thing. It's already started. So, I mean, it's already an uphill battle the way it is. Uh, You know, I mean, hopefully Tom doesn't have an RDJ type deal where he gets um, money off the back end. Because, you know, the the people that you uh, are lobbying for are going to be the ones that hurt the most. Right? I mean that's where RDJ made most of his money was these was these back end deals. Um it's it's so reactionary. It's yeah, it sucks. I totally get it sucks, but come on. I mean Tom Holland still wants to be Spider-Man. You're telling me if Sony can get say they get Chris McKenna, well Chris McKenna and Eric Summers have already written the script for Spider-Man 3, right? If they get John Watts back, if they get Holland back, if they get Zendaya back, if they get Jacob Batalone back, hell, if they can make Hall or Keaton do a cameo. You know, what's... what? I don't get it. I mean, Iron Man's dead. Yeah, except for... I, I've seen those movies. I've seen a Sony movie without Marvel. And it just... It's not as good. It just doesn't interest me. I didn't go see Amazing Spider-Man 1 in the theaters. Kevin Feige didn't didn't write this script, man. If they bring back the whole entire cast and crew from Spider-Man 2, from Far From Home, from Homecoming, it already has an uphill battle, and it shouldn't be. We have no idea what it's going to look like, you know? So you're telling me if Tom Holland comes back to to be Spider-Man in this movie, which he already said he's going to do, Spider-Man fans are still not going to go and support it? At the very least, I will not see it its opening weekend. At the very least. It's just, it's so bizarre. It's No, it's because, okay, here's my deal. These characters are so important to me. And I'm sorry, this sounds ridiculous. Like, it's a sacred trust that you have. You have something so important and so special, Sony... That we are trusting you with something that's valuable to us and something that's dear to our hearts. And Sony has has repeatedly shown absolutely zero respect for that by making garbage movies. They have proven they don't care about it like I care about it. It's just a cheap way to make money. And you, I'm yes, Kevin Feige wants to make money, but I know that he cares about it as much or more than I do. And that's why I trust him and Marvel and Disney to make good stuff because they care about it as much as I do. And they take it seriously. And the execs at Fox and Sony showed that they don't care about it like I care about it. And so I'm sorry, 
I'm not going to give you my money then. Uh, but it's I, I don't I don't get it. The the last movie they ever released has been one of the most critically acclaimed superhero movies ever. Uh, that's you know look at look at the audience score of Venom on Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. It's with the exception. That's why I'm saying it's there's no reason not to have trust. You're t- I, that's why I don't get it. I mean, if they bring back the whole crew for, for I've lived for through these movies. I have five or six major reasons why I don't trust Sony to make a good Spider-Man movie. So you're okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, it's not going to, that's the thing. If they bring Watts and the writers back, which the writers already have the script, it's probably not going to be venom bad. It's yeah. very. It's, it's. Do you think Watts good. will come back? Maybe I don't know. I I don't see why not. I mean, it's cash money. He didn't do anything between Homecoming and Far From Home. I mean, he's not obligated to anymore. Um, despite earlier reports, he's not obligated to come back. So maybe he won't. But even then, um, how many directors have had a happy had had a happy amicable end to their relationship with Sony and Spider Man? I couldn't even tell you who directed the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I, I don't Mark think... Webb, and he got the rug pulled out from under him. I don't think uh, I don't think Grammy was you know left with a sour taste, right? I mean, oh, he, he wanted... hated their interference in three, and that's why he gave up and refused to do four. Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's maybe maybe it, it's the optimism in me. I, I'm a terrible critic, so I. I don't know, but it's it's entire. You have to admit that this entire reaction is overreactionary. It's it was bound to happen at one point or another. You know, there was no way Disney would ever get the Spider-Man characters without buying Sony. I mean, it's stupid to give up. Why would why would Sony give? Look look, put yourself in a Sony exec shoe. Right, say that you were a suit for Sony. Would you give up? 50%. I don't give a damn if someone else offers to buy, you know, foot half the expenses of these movies. Would you give up 50% uh, of your most cherished property? How much money did Amazing Spider-Man 2 make in profit? Probably lost a ton, didn't it? $60 million profit, according to Deadline. It's still a profit. Okay, let's say the 200 number is the right ballpark for Far From Home, based on Aquaman's numbers. Let's say they split it 50-50. What number is bigger, $60 million or half of $200 million? So it's almost an apples and oranges type scenario, though. What Sony has going for them now is that they have their own universe already built. But this is the this is the illusion. This is where I don't buy it. Sony doesn't have squat going for them. They sat there and they paid the bills for Kevin Feige to have something going for him. And they now think they can replicate what he did without him. And I don't think they can. Because this is the same we saw from the Sony email leaks. The corporate structure over at Sony is a bunch of blowhards that think they're good at their jobs that are really terrible at their jobs. What is the last Sony movie not made by Kevin Feige that performed Venom, 
Obviously, it has the Marvel name on it. What else has Sony done of any value? They're running James Bond into the ground. They made the Emoji movie. Oh, yay. Patrick Stewart is a poop emoji. You're like, like, what has Sony done that they've done well? Jumanji's making a killing. Men in Black, uh, despite not... Uh... Despite not being too well, is still making a decent amount of money. But the thing is, man, I don't care if you're going to hate it. If you did like a Civil War type movie with Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Tom Hardy's Venom, that's a $1.5 billion movie. No, no, no. Hell yeah, it is. No, because no. you know what? Sony had six or seven shots at making a billion dollar Spider-Man movie. And they've never done it without Kevin Feige. They're getting dangerously close, man. What Venom was eight 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 fifty, I think. Eight fifty, eight eighty, something like that. Yeah, it's getting there. That's the. I mean, this wouldn't even be. This wouldn't be a question if Venom didn't perform as well as it did. I, I don't know. I mean, they're chasing numbers. That's that's all they're doing. They're chasing. They're chasing numbers. They think that. They're on to something if, you know, they do Spider-Man 3, hell, maybe they're going to get, you know, they, they, they see the far from home numbers, man. You know, I, it's, it's, you say the corporate structure and that pretty much explains all you need to know about it. They don't give a damn about the MCU. They, they see the box office receipts pour in and they think they can do it. So this is where I do, but that's where I guess my anger about this stuff comes is I think you're totally right. It's totally a financial calculation and it is on Disney's part too. It's just treating your consumers as wallets. Like at some point, corporations have to think about how their consumers feel about them, right? Like at some point you have to care if the people who buy your product like you or not. And it strikes me that this is just total stupidity on Sony's part. And I just think it's going to blow up on him. Probably will. Yeah, I mean, it probably will, but I just let it. I mean, if they do say Spider-Man 3 is as well, you know, reviewed as Into the Spider-Verse, then what? You know, I mean, sure, their track record's not good so far, but they've shown us they can do good movies. And that's the other thing. I mean, how Feige's going to get to a point? He he can't he can't do it, man. You know, it's going if it already hasn't. You know, it's going to get to that point where he can't do it. Like we've seen from all the D twenty three stuff. There's within the next three years alone, we're talking damn near ten TV shows. To be fair, though. Just realize you're arguing both sides then. Because the argument earlier that Feige and crew did not do that much work and it didn't take that much of a cost from Disney, you can't then argue on this side, well, he was just so busy, he didn't have time because you just said he didn't put that much time into Spider-Man. They're, they're two different... They're, he puts time into... I mean, the MCU stuff are, are MCU things. It's not... It's not like James Gunn and the Russo brothers and him are sitting in a in a war room for the Spider-Man movies. You know, it's not. It's their Sony has their whole team involved in all that. I think my hope in all this is we'll get one movie outside the MCU and it will perform terribly. 
and then we'll be at the other side of phase four and Sony and Marvel will say, you know, we're both suffering from this. Let's get back together. That's my hope. It's, it is a bit of a dangerous precedent. I I mean, it's, that's the other thing they, oh man, it's fans want these studios to treat them as fans but the fans are going to use their money to send a message to the studios. So despite wanting studios to treat fans as fans, fans are going to treat themselves as numbers, which then the studio will see. It's it's a never-ending circle of... It's just bizarre. And that's the thing, man. It's a lost cause. We've seen this with so many stan cultures. Stan culture so GD toxic. We've had people getting harassed because we're not announcing Spider-Man news and all that shit. It's it's so damn toxic, and it doesn't make a lick bit of sense to boycott a Tom Holland starring Spider-Man movie just because Kevin Feige doesn't get a producer credit. I mean... I guess, granted, here's where I will retreat and come your way a little bit. If it's a well-reviewed movie and they say it's really good, I may feel differently. I just don't think that's going to happen. I just think it's going to be a terrible movie. And people are already, and that's what's so terrifying. I'm already seeing critics, you know, being, giving their subjective takes on this stuff. You know, how how can you be a fair critic if you're already... I just saw an editor of a major ticket selling website that's that's in charge of the news, you know, saying how they're not going to watch Spider-Man because it's at Sony. How do you... It's... It is what it is, man. I guess. I don't know. If, if you already made your mind up about a movie three years before it's going to hit theaters, it's it's already doomed, you know? I think you would say it's fair, though. This is not a creative decision that Sony and, and no, Disney No, not at made. all. It's not in the slightest. No way in any shape of the word is it a creative decision. Okay, so what we're saying is Spider-Man 3, the direction, that the trajectory it started on is already that they're making financial decisions before creative decisions. Absolutely. Okay, that's that, that's a fair thing to criticize, right? Already, this movie is far more concerned about money than making a good movie. That's the that's the only reason this deal is what it is. It's it's not about storytelling. It's it's not about creative decisions. It's it's all about money. That's that's at the whole root of the the thing. And yeah, they have uh, Summers and McKenna back to write the script, but at the same time, don't forget uh, Marcus and McFeely wrote Thor. You know, they wrote Dark World, right? So it, it they was... they have backtracked. I saw an interview with them where they were like, uh, we really just came in and punched it up at the end. We really didn't write most they, of that. They sure did. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it writers have good days. Writers have bad days. Same with directors. I mean, look at some of James Gunn's earlier work, right? You guys have seen Scooby-Doo, right? I don't want to know about, uh, James Gunn, I think at this point, I am happy to think of only James Gunn as a Guardians of the Galaxy director and not think about anything else he's done, because it would probably creep me out. (laughs) 
All right, let's talk about D23. Uh, so much stuff. Let's start with the, uh, uh, the Marvel Plus stuff. Uh, Marvel Plus, Disney Plus stuff. Um, small stuff first. Uh, Winter and Falcon, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We found out U.S. Agent is officially going to be in it. Um, feel like that is expected. And Sharon Carter is definitely coming back. Um, I mean, nothing major there, right? Just kind of what we expected. What we expected they did. Uh, they finally announced confirmed writers and directors for all of these. And it is peculiar that they're having the same director all the way through. They're not doing episodic directors or anything like that. Um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, we do have our first parent-child duo in the MCU now. Speaking with actors. Oh, with, uh, Kurt, oh, Wyatt, Kurt Russell. Russell's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It's um, I know Michael T. Ford is is one that uh, wanted this. I'm pretty sure Charles Murphy wanted it. I totally forgot that U.S. Agent wasn't announced. It was never reported by trades or anything. I think everyone just assumed that U.S. Agent was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it it seems like the story. I mean, we could be wrong, but the story seems to write itself. Falcon is going to be the new cap and he's going to take over the shield and there's going to be blowback because people are racist or, and other things. And so the government will prop up us agent to say, yeah, we don't really want a black captain America. Let's just get this guy. And so us agent will be, you know, I don't know. Hillbilly. Yeah. He's not going to be, uh, he's not going to, he's pretty, uh, Hell, he's probably going to wear a mega hat. You know, it's yeah, right. going to be that type of... Uh, and we're not trying to get to political it. people. This is just the vibe that will oh, undoubtedly no, be It's totally what it's going to be. Uh, Mackie did say interesting stuff post-panel, um, post and he did admit he's not going to uh, have the Captain America mantle. So he might have the shield and suit and stuff, but he did say he's going to still be Falcon. But I'm not sure if that's... Uh, I can never tell with Mackie when he's just screwing around, though. You know, like... So there's that. Um, but yeah, there's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, and we always knew the show was not going to be called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Because we already have a movie with basically that exact right. title. So. Right. I'm, I still can't get over I mean, the name's just so... So blah. But I should complain, I guess, because when they do get creative with the names or try to get creative with the names, it still doesn't end up too well. So WandaVision, as you were just speaking of, uh, I think we got a director for those as well. And I'm sorry, I don't have these names. Uh, Was that Matt Shakeman? Or that might not have been Matt Shakeman. I don't know who. Uh... They did apparently do a sizzle reel that was like shots of scarlet witch and vision from the movies intercut with black and white clips of the mm-hmm. dick van dyke show is that right, right? is that that's, what i heard yeah that's that is what that's what they showed it is matt shakeman too so uh game of thrones and um he's done a few episodes of fargo and uh most well-known work for always sunny so that tones kind of all over the place judging by his uh previous works we also got confirmation that there would be a nosy neighbor played by an actress whose name i forget you forgot uh, Catherine hahn yeah i don't know her real uh well. what's uh was she in bad moms 
maybe I don't know. She's in uh, Step Brothers. What else is she in? She's in a. She's the voice of uh, Doc Ock in Spider Verse. Oh, okay. And then also we heard, and this seems very weird to me, Agent Wu from Ant Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. and Darcy from the Thor movies what? are both going to be wow. in that show. This is so. How? What? Why? Um, and this is all on top of an adult, uh, Monica Rambo. What? Yeah. And then Tom King was like that night tweeting out like, oh, you could buy my the, vision series. Right. Not saying there's any reason for it. Just, you know, maybe right. Kevin Feige is building the MCU. He's always wanted to have, right? No thanks to Jeff Loeb and Marvel Television because they could have been building this for the past decade. Um, but now... And we saw nothing. There was no Marvel TV announcements at all. Well, at they showed the... Uh, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. teaser. They showed the the right. first... They showed the season premiere. But I... Yeah, that's it's totally water under the bridge. But, you know, he had mentioned that they were working on Disney Plus stuff. And, you know, we heard, I won't say anything specific, but we heard a rumbling or two that maybe a new, dis, you know, Marvel TV something would be announced and nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, Marvel TV is a whole other topic because there's a few other announcements. Totally, I have no idea what they're going to do with this Hulu stuff they're building, but... So, uh, I think that was, I'm excited about Scarlet. Every time I hear more about it, it just sounds so weird. I mean, it might turn into some weird Frankenstein of a show, which just doesn't fit, but I'm just hoping that it's just a show where every episode you watch and you're like, who thought of this? Like, it just has this like really strange amalgamation of ideas that I'm kind of into. And it's uh, being writ- wrote and written by the uh, Jack Schaefer, um, which I'm not sure what I feel about. She's gotten on a lot of Marvel properties, but then her script for Black Widow was got a rewrite right before they started filming or as they were filming, it got rewritten. Um, what else? There was something else she helped write. Um, and then we got a Loki director... Uh, again, I don't remember the name. There really wasn't much on Loki. I didn't think of of interest. So if we look at, I mean, just judging by what we know of the two, the first two shows, Loki's going to be packed full with stuff. All of these shows are, I mean, what and and Winter and Sol- Winter uh, Falcon Winter Soldier were getting what Sharon Carter, Baron Zemo. And U.S. agents were getting at least three big-time Marvel names, right? Then WandaVision, obviously, we're getting those two. And then we're getting Spectrum. We're getting Jimmy Woo. And we're getting Darcy, you know? And somehow it wraps into the Doctor Strange movie. Right. I don't even know what to say. I, I mean, what Feige said, I mean, it is an embarrassment of riches. Um. It's going to be so exhausting to cover, man. And it's going to get bigger because we got three shows announced. <sighs> I was at dinner when I saw this and I was like, I'm sorry, friends who are not nerds, but I need to take a moment to process all of this. Right. We got announcement and I think just announcements, really not a whole lot of detail. I guess I think we got one writer in it. Uh, 
Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight are all coming to Disney Plus. Right. Uh, let's start with you, Adam. Is Moon Knight on Disney Plus exciting, or is there a little of you that is concerned? Uh, I don't know what to feel at this point, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I uh, got the news and I kind of brewed on it and. I don't know what to feel, you know. As soon as they announced the deadline report to Kit Her- Harrington earlier in the night, and then the Moon Knight news came across, I'm like, okay, well, Kit's most certainly playing Mark Spector. Um, but then that didn't turn out accurate. So I, I don't know, man. I'm, I want to be excited. I'm not. I. I guess I, I don't know what to feel, you know. It's this whole rated R um, train everyone's on. I'm getting so sick and tired of that. It's you can push the boundary so much with PG thirteen, so I'm I'm not really concerned about a hard R or anything like that. Well, and as a fan of Moon Knight, do you feel like Moon Knight? A lot of people are like, oh, it's got to be R. Do you feel that way, or is the essence of Moon Knight something that doesn't necessarily have to be graphic? I mean, I think they could do. I think they could do probably season three Daredevil level stuff and still make it family friendly enough for Disney Plus. Um, I mean, if you look at Daredevil, it wasn't really super. I mean, what season one there was? Uh, well, there was. I think there's been a few sex scenes. There was that impalement on the rebar in the the season one. Um, it was specifically said though this would be less violent than Daredevil and Punisher, right? That was a spec, totally a spec piece. Which it probably would be, um, but then at the same time, I don't expect it to uh, be quote unquote less violent than um, Avengers movies, right? And that's the thing you you don't really think about it, but when Black Widow's running and shooting her guns, right? At no point have we ever come across the storyline or something where she's using like shield freezer bullets or something. Right. Right. So every time you see her fire her gun, she's firing to kill one would assume. Um, it's also worth noting that the Mandalorian trailer begins with a shot of stormtrooper helmets impaled on wooden spikes. Right. And someone gets cut in half by a door, presumably. Yes. Um, (laughs) so there's, yeah, I, the only one thing that stands out to me, I mean, there there are some very deep themes they could do with this, but they don't really need rated R. The most thing that's the, the thing that stands out to me is they wouldn't show Mark Spector cut off Bushman's face and wear it. You know, um, that's like the most hard R thing in the whole Moon Knight thing. And even then, it wasn't really clear on if that actually happened in the primary timeline or if it was. Uh, hallucination or something of that nature so yeah it's and that's the other thing it's not hard r so it's going to be you're going to have these deadpool bros you know oh it needs to be r it needs to be r but it's it is what it is it's uh, it's still probably going to be enjoyable like i said it they're going to do if they give this the mandalorian type budgets man they're going to go full on batman they're going to give him his his moonship thing they're going to give him all sorts of gadgets um, he, this very well could be now. Nah, I don't want to say the Daredevil, Daredevil and Iron Fist of the MCU, right? 
Um, but it could be that real street level type fighting crime in Hell's Kitchen type setup, I guess. Yeah, I think it's really interesting with Moon Knight because some of these other shows, there's natural on-ramps to film. I I don't know. Do you expect... I mean, I'm excited about Moon Knight, but I can't imagine Moon Knight being an Avenger down the road. You know, like... He's been an Avenger before. Um, Both West Coast and main team. They could... I really do think they... Uh, um, I think they will make it uh, a new Avengers type thing. I wonder if it's not... I could see them doing both new Avengers and Ultimates. Um, the other thing is I do think they probably, unfortunately for most Moon Knight fans, I think they will go with the, some of the more recent goofy Moon Knight type characterizations. Um, I know that was very prevalent in Doctor Strange Damnation and some of Max Bemis' stuff. Besides that one, uh, that one issue that kind of threw a curveball at the whole thing. Um, Probably won't be seeing that in Disney Plus. What, what was it with the rabbi or the priest or? Uh, no, I think it was a rabbi uh, who actually was a Nazi or something. Yeah, yeah, so probably won't be seeing that stuff. Um, but big budget Moon Knight, uh, I would say, I do like the the darker tones a Hulu show would bring, but then it's hard to argue with a, a movie budget. Also, we heard Werewolf by Night is probably coming to the Moon Knight show. Correct. Probably, probably Moon Knight. This is a uh, report from Geeks Worldwide, so it's that that group, that group with with the scoopers. Um, so probably, if not Moon Knight, it'll probably be like a, a Blade supporting character. Which this is what I was talking to earlier about the Marvel television stuff: Blade, Moon Knight, and Werewolf by Night um, were all three choices I had in this Adventure into Fear thing they're building. So I have. Right now, I have no idea. I mean, Man-Thing, right? Like you pointed out, Man-Thing might very well be a Marvel TV show. Because I, I have no idea what they're going to do. Miss um, Marvel was announced, which I think was the least surprising. I think that even leaked before the panel by a few minutes. I'm just ecstatic. Kamala. Um, I think it's the perfect venue for her, too. I was saying on Twitter, she really does not have villains that would support like a big film. And so I want her to be TV. I almost don't want it to be limited series. Like I almost want her in like 15, 22 minute episode, you know, like, cause so many of her episodes are like bizarre little thing or issues like, like, Oh, this mind controlling organization is building condos and it's about gentrification. You know, like I love Kamala's offbeatness. And so I'm excited to see her on a TV screen. So it, it brings up a lot of questions, man. It brings up a All lot about of questions. Inhumans, yeah. human. It brings up a lot of, I mean, the, the only thing, the easiest thing I would say is, would you be upset? I mean, if they make her mutant, would that upset you at all? So I'll be sad if they do anything but Inhuman because it will really mean that Inhumans is never happening. So I think it's possible they'll make her an Eternal. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but it would spin out of Eternals. I think that's possible. I think the even more likelihood... Is that they'll do Inhumans light. And so they'll connect it to Captain Marvel. And they'll say... Captain Marvel will say something... We found out that years ago... The Kree's... Uh, that the Kree... Uh, did experiments on humans. And that's what you are. Like you're a result of that years and years later. 
Right. Well, nobody says Inhumans, nobody says Terrigen Mist, whatever. But that's basically what Inhumans are, are people that have been experimented by Kree. Right. I mean, Brie Larson's totally going to be a cameo, right? Well, what'll be really interesting is if they give us Captain Marvel 2 before Miss Marvel, and Miss Marvel actually appears in the movies first. I think that's a possibility. And they're all they're all Phase 4, man. Which is a whole other what? Phase four is not two years. It is longer no than two years. Yeah, it's it's happening. Um, She-Hulk. I told my one of my kiddos, and I kid you not, she started to cry. Like She-Hulk has always been her favorite. Really? She was so ecstatic. Um, have you guys heard Adam? Like, is this a softening with Universal, or do we know? Or um, I have no idea. Really, really, really have no idea. I don't think the uh, Universal deal is um, made out. I think the Universal deal is made out a lot worse than it actually is. I have no idea what it is, um, but I would guess with every single other deal they've had, I don't know why they wouldn't get the rights back if they haven't made a movie in so long, right? Um, Or the other thing is... Streaming's not really distributed, right? I was thinking this could be the most legally dubious, like, loophole thing for Marvel to do, where they could take a lot of characters that they don't have film rights to, but they do have, like, with Hulk, they don't have a right to, like, solo movies, but he can be in other stuff. They could just Disney Plus the crap out of whatever Universal has. And do all the solo stuff on Disney Plus. Oh, it's TV. It's not part of your deal. And then bring those characters into A Force or whatever, and totally get away with it. Like just basically work it's, their way around the contract. It is the wild west, right? Type stuff. I mean, streaming doesn't have any government oversight with like the FCC or or censoring or anything like that. I mean. Streaming's not film, but it's not TV. It's technically a web series, right? I mean, that's how these are. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's not. A th- maybe it just covers theatrical distribution. But then at the same time, there's no way we get She-Hulk without Mark Ruffalo. You'd think, right. yeah. There's, there, there's probably, there's at least going to be cameos or, or something like that. This also tells me they're spending big money. I don't think you can do a She-Hulk show without a lot of money. No, they're, they're, they're spending so much money on this stuff. And judging by, I mean, the Mandalorian is, from what the minute and a half we saw, it looks better than any Marvel TV show we've. Uh, is that it for the Disney Plus stuff? I feel like the Disney Plus stuff was the big stuff on the weekend, really. Oh, um, what if? What we if? We did get one or two, like, stills of the, uh, Sharon, uh, not Sharon, um, the, the Agent Carter, Peggy Carter as Captain, Captain Carter. Britain. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Britain, Captain Carter. So, uh, the big news from that is, and that's the thing, so they flat out say they're doing, um, one episode per movie, right? And then they say they're doing 23 episodes, which means, yeah, Spider-Man's included in that. But they're totally good there. They own the animation right, rights animated, for Spider-Man. Yeah, that's totally fine. 
So it's just, I mean, if they're doing Spider-Man, is the Hall? Do we know if Holland's going to voice it? The other thing is, I mean, they've already said that they've well, they flat out showed a clip um, of the actual show. So they've started production. The director and writer was there. They've started production. They've already started doing line, and that's the thing. They could, hell, Tom Holland could have already done his lines, right? It's so crazy how the the animation works. They could have. All these characters have done their lines forever, and they're sitting on them for two years. I also liked the style. From what I saw, yes. the animation looked good. I was kind it's of worried not, about what it would be. It's, it's Spider-Verse-iness, right? It's not like it's Rick and Morty, but it's not like it's uh, a Finding Nemo Pixar computer-generated thing. It's, uh, I don't know how, how, how you explain it. It's Matt. I don't know. Go look. The, the Peggy Carter photo i think that's on the official marvel studios twitter and it's it's stylized i mean it it has its own style and its own vibe which to me is the big deal with animation it's just like it looks like its own thing so in the footage i think we saw what what if peggy carter became captain america or whatever you want to call it what if steve rogers became iron man was another one i think uh i heard there was a zombie thing and then there was the the winter soldier and cap zombie thing and there's something about um is there a black Star Lord? I don't know. I want to say there was another one where like some other child got zapped up into space instead of Peter Quill. What if Killmonger became Star Lord? Oh wow, that'd be amazing. So it's I, the more we find out about this show, the more I'm intrigued. All right, let's jump on to movie stuff. Um, there wasn't much. It was very disappointing. Particularly because, again, we never know what to believe or not believe, but variety of sources were saying different things were going to be announced. And I would say of the top five most exciting things I heard might be announced, none of them actually happened. <laughs> I right. mean, it was just... Um, so what we did get was the Eternal showed up on stage. We added uh, Danny Keo or Keog. Barry. Barry Keegan? Keogan. Keegan. Okay, I totally goofed that up. But yes, the guy who's going to play York on Why the Last Man. And um, also, Gemma Chan is going to be Cersei, Mm -hmm. is officially released. Um, And then we got kind of character designs. We didn't get to see a whole lot of them. I think we probably disagree on this a little bit. So I thought they were kind of generic, but I didn't hate them. You did not like them at all. I did not like them. Yeah. Okay, so let's so Gemma Chan first watch the recap video because Feige's about to say Gemma he must have been it was going to say like Gemma Chan appeared in Captain Marvel or something, but he totally stops himself from saying that. Watch watch the recap. Um so there's that and then he right away he he um gives props to Jack Kirby. And then they throw up these costumes, which did not seem very Jack Kirby inspired. I expected the uh, mini celestial type designs from Ragnarok, right? These were Asgardian style designs, right? I mean, look at Icarus's suit, and it's it's like blue with some gold. There's no red. Um, you know, it's just they're very muted. They're very... And costumes change. Um, they totally change. This is concept art. 
Um, but also at the same time, they are filming this. They have been filming this for a month now. Um, so I, I did a tweet last night. I actually went through and took every one of those costume and put it side by side with Kirby art. The color schemes are actually really similar. Similar. They're, they're, they're toned down. They're toned down. And the, the, we don't get, it's not like we got high quality concept art. Anyways, we're, we're, we're viewing pictures of a projector that have been blown up and, and well, and the concept art always has a little smudginess to it. I always feel right. like, like it's, yeah, they're paintings. They're, they're far from, far from accurate. So I, th- I think Sprite looks really good and I think mm-hmm. Fina looks really good. Yes, uh, and Fina I think looks great. Fastos looks about like what I would expect it to look. Um, I think Icarus is disappointing. Uh, and then there's some that are hard, like Kingo. He wears a totally inappropriate, Samurai, like, racial yeah. stereotype thing. Like, there was never going to be that, you know? Um, the Makari, I actually think, looks decent. I think they really do take a lot of the lines and colors from Kirby. But, no, they don't have a giant weird old hem- helmet on, you know, that actress. So, I, I mean, I see what people are saying, but I also... I'm not yet ready to say that it's it's not it's going to be bad. I just, yeah. No, I mean even even then, I've um, Charles Murphy just tweeted a list um, ranking the, the, what we know now and exciting, and I damn near put Eternals number one. It's just it's so bizarre. Scrolling through Twitter last night, man, it's starting again the same. The same Captain Marvel bullcrap, man. You have, yeah. you have a gay lead. You have, um, you you have women. You have minorities and all this stuff. And don't give me that bullcrap, man. Look, at, this is the. There's you'll never get much more of an ensemble cast, right? I mean, this is this is a bigger cast than Eternals or the Avengers was at Avengers One, right? It's two two Games of Thrones people, two of the star Games of Thrones people, Angelina Jolie. We have still zero deviance as well. Zero deviance. So um, we don't no know celestial voices. Like. I mean, is is James Earl Jones gonna like voice the celestial if they make him talk? Um. Uh, so we haven't even got through the casting news yet either. Speaking of the second Games of Thrones person. What do you think about that? Kit Harrington as uh Dane Whit so Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman. Kevin Feige not once did say Black Knight for what it's worth. Right? So he did say Dane Whitman. Um Dane Whitman, obviously Black Knight. We've heard this before. We there was that uh what was it, Omega Underground at the time or something said Black Knight and who else? Black Knight and Captain Britain from Guy Ritchie. Um, so I don't know. Kit Harrington's not a one and done type person. So is it like, uh, um, he's Dan Whitman in the Eternals and then a future movie, he's Black Knight. He gets the Ebony Blade towards the end, you know, or. Well, and it makes me wonder, cause a lot of Black Knight stuff is like King Arthur lore, right? Right. So it makes me wonder if this movie is going to like act one will take place in like 10,000 BC and then, like, Act 2 will happen in, like, 
100 AD and then act three will happen in like the medieval time. You know, like I feel like this is going to jump through time in a crazy way. Kevin, I mean, Kevin said, I don't think this was the first time either on, on the stage of D 23, he says this movie takes place over thousands of years. Um, and then afterwards, um, Kumail Nanjiani did say, um, the Eternals help create humanity. So the way, if if you look at it, I think I'm pretty sure it was an ET video. Um, it sounds like the Eternals are helping Celestials create humanity. I guess, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be super interesting. This Man, with with this cast, with this storyline, this is going to be Guardians on steroids, man. Once this movie hits, it's I mean, it's Marvel's next franchise. It's a universe in and of itself, man. It's they have so much they can do with it. I, um, I'm still feeling like it's really high risk though. It's super high risk. Because there's so much I mean, even that cast. You know, like meaningfully having ten characters developed well is hard in a two hour movie, you know, because they're all new. And that's the thing you have to look at it. You have to say, I mean, which, which of these characters are going to be in Eternals too, right? I I don't think all of them are going to make it through, right? Even though we all love Brian Tyree Henry. To be fair though, they are called Eternals. So it will be a little weird if one of them dies. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But yeah, die or moves away or just, just doesn't want to be. But we've seen it done. I mean, they'll probably do a, a three-hour movie again. You know, this is a very Lord of the Rings type world building. By the way, I did predict that Druig. Didn't we talk about like who could I he be? So. And I said I maybe he's so. Druig if they was that was with Keanu though, right? Oh, was that what it was? Okay, I think it was with Keanu. I don't know. Okay, so is Druig like the villain, or is it going to be Deviants? Or I again, I don't want to spoil it. I can tell you off air. I have another theory of who the villain's going to be, and it's not who anybody's expecting. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then we also found out Black Panther two is coming in May of twenty twenty two, which is not really a big surprise. They, it's a little surprising they chose May over February. You know, like why mess with what you know? Don't break what's so. That is February Guardians then, or Captain Marvel two, or Captain Marvel two. We'll see. Um, now, they had a text that said Black Panther 2. Is that just a placeholder, though? That's a placeholder, I'm pretty okay. sure. Because we, th- we heard a lot of rumors we were going to get the title, and we did not get mm-hmm. the title. They're, 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 they're ready to pull the trigger on a lot of Black Panther 2 stuff, so I'm not sure when that's going to be. I mean, next. We'll get it before San Diego. But that's the thing, man. D23 came in... I don't know. What's next? Would they hit New York? That I don't think studios would do New York. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. Let's talk about the other, real quick, the other movie stuff. So that was not really a surprise. You knew that's coming. Ryan Coogler was there. Uh, also, Black Widow, they showed some footage. They still haven't showed that to the internet, which is frustrating. And a really super cool white Black Widow suit was on display, which I was really digging. I thought that was good. But that's about it, right? Like, was there anything else on the movie side? Did you mention the, uh, you, you said the new suit? Black Widow, yeah. Um, so in the set videos that leaked earlier, the set pictures that leaked earlier in the week, she has a new black suit, and then they did the new 
new, 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 new suit on. But I think that's about it from the movie side. Marvel went early and they didn't have that much to share. So you were kind of just talking about this along these lines. They've held back a lot that I don't think they're going to not tell us before San Diego next year. I mean, maybe. Ooh. I probably can't see this, can you? They just released the... uh... Oh, the Falcon suit? Yeah, first poster. Cool. Winter Soldier. Yeah, and it's got a real, like, old-school Bucky look to it. It does. All right, go check that out. It's hard to do on a podcast visually, but go find out the new poster. Oh, yeah. Oops. Patreon exclusive. So, Adam, I mean, you mentioned that Captain Marvel 2 we know is probably coming, but they have not announced it. There's no X-Men stuff, no Fantastic Four stuff. Do you think there's another spot for them to drop news, or is this all we're going to get until next summer? New York's getting big, man. Um, I'm still not sure if if studios will go there. That's typically the TV stuff. I mean, we're getting runaways. Hooray! Um, We'll probably get some S.H.I.E.L.D. something or there. I was hoping we'd get Ghost Rider and Hellstrom stuff there, but probably not. Um, For whatever reason, for the life of me, I cannot believe there's not Marvel Con or something. They do Star Wars Celebration once a year. It's just bizarre they don't do a Marvel one, um, you know, with studios, with TV, with this new um, huge Marvel Galaxy's Edge type thing with Marvel stuff. Um, I don't even know what it's called anymore. Um, I don't know, man. It's there. There's a lot of stuff uh, that's in the works that will probably come out through the trades before next next san diego i mean we know we know the movie's coming out next year they've already been hitting the ground running with eternals man they they stressed eternals at san diego they stressed um the eternals at d23 so the next big thing we're gonna get black widow trailer probably christmas time right if not that's pretty still too early uh let's see so she's in the avenger slot so they, uh, December eleventh yeah. was Endgame, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully but that was December. a pretty. That was still a special type deal. Um, so probably December. Between now and then, we will get Black Panther two news. We'll get. It is weird that they skipped a date, right? I wonder what that. That's what makes me want to believe it's Guardians in that February thing because Suicide Squad is filming shortly i think second unit stuff started already on the suicide squad so i think he he might not be done by the end of the year but he'll be done early part of next year and i think he would be able to film guardians three before press for suicide squad kicks off yeah it'll be interesting it'll be interesting i don't know they skipped that february date i when else when else could they do it um uh, they have another. They have another 2022 date, don't they? They have three 2022 dates. Right. So they have the February one, and then they have a July one, I think. Oh, uh, that could be. Guardians. Oh no, or is it November? It could be Guardians if it's the July one. I don't think it's May and July though, because normally that would only happen if it was Sony. It is. No, they've done it a couple times. Ant Man. Oh, it is July. Yeah, it is July. It was so a July February eighteenth, May sixth, and July twenty ninth. So that could be Guardians. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably will be Guardians. So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. We've got, we've gotten so much news, man. I, I do we need anything before next San Diego? I mean, we're gonna get so much stuff from trades already. Um, additional castings, additional characters, titles. I guess my thing is, what's the last MCU movie that was not announced at a con or a D twenty three? Well, I guess arguably Black Widow and Eternals. Oh, it's been announced for it's been a while ago. Well, yeah, those two. Uh, um, Spider Man Far From Home was announced through a press release. Right. But um, I don't know. I just feel like they like Well, the it's been forever since we had the that slate dump, so at least right. 2014. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp was announced via the trades as well. They had a reshuffle. Was it? Ant Man and the Wasp was not part of the phase three dump. Right, right, right. And so that one was announced via a trade article. So it, it can happen. I just, if you're going to do Captain Marvel 2 and it's going to get announced within the next six months via trade, I don't know why you don't just, because like, particularly with Disney Plus, they gave us three shows with zero details of when they're coming out, what order they're coming out, who's making them. They just threw up a title card and were like, hey, just letting you know this is happening. And so I just don't know why you don't do that with Captain Marvel 2. I think they announced a date for Black Panther 2 um, because that is probably very well into the development. By this point, I would guess the script's done. Right? Coogler's been working on it a while. I would guess the script's done and it's something the studio's happy with. So that's why they went ahead and announced the. Right now, we don't know Bowden and Fleck are coming back. We don't know if Perlman and Jack Schaefer are right. Oh, that's what else Jack Schaefer was on was uh, Captain Marvel. She got a Captain Marvel credit. Um,. You know, so we haven't heard any of that. We've just heard Feige say Captain Marvel 2. We've heard him say Guardians 3 as well. So, um, and Fantastic Four and X-Men. And that's the thing, man. The next, they're going to have their ducks in a row when they roll out X-Men and and Fantastic Four. And I'm not sure if that's next San Diego or the one after. Um, But that's, we, we already have... At least 20... Well, we don't have 2022 planned. But there's no way Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk come before 2022. Do you get the feeling that Phase 4 is about Feige squeezing out all these properties he really wants to get before Fantastic Four and X-Men take over? Like, when I look at them going with a Shang-Chi show and Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, uh, Hawkeye... um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other example. Like, I don't know. A lot of these new things that they're doing feel to me like pretty soon the financial interests of us making the Fox deal worth it is going to dominate our slate. So let's take the wish list of stuff we really want to do and get it out and done now before the Fox stuff takes over. So that's the thing. Um, the only the only franchise, well, not counting Hulk. The only franchise right now that hasn't got a trilogy is Ant-Man, right? We probably won't get Ant-Man 3. Maybe not. I mean, we haven't heard a peep about Ant-Man 3. It could fit in that Um, July slot, though, you talked about. That's where it usually comes out. It could. It could, but he would have teased it by now, right? Maybe? I don't know. Um, That's a good question, man. That's the thing. With what they've announced so far, they could drag this batch of properties out. Um, into for another ten years at least, because we're not talking. 
so far we haven't talked any team up movies. Black Panther three's already set, you know. Captain Marvel three's probably already set. Doctor Strange three probably, you know. Um that's not including Shang Chi sequel. That's not including Eternals two. That's not including what else? Thor seven, you know. Um and then we get X Men and Fantastic Four. So uh yeah, I, I do think we will get um, some X-Men news before too long. All right, uh, let's wrap up with this. There's a couple other little things. We did get a season seven trailer of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was very uh, weird. Yeah, um, We also got Moon Knight and Devil Dinosaur cartoon coming from Disney Channel and Lawrence Fishburne is definitely happening. And a new preschool cartoon of spider-man and his amazing friends or something like that uh to disney jr so those things are happening as well and uh i'm excited for me to have good things to watch with my kids if you guys want to do uh something to piss you right off go into the uh mentions of that spider-man preschool tweet and, and they're like these designs it. suck it's, it's <laughs> so stupid <laughs> oh man! If you want to ruin your afternoon, go look at that. I've ne- oh man! Uh, <sighs> all right. Well, I think that'll do it. We didn't do the usual stuff this week because there's so much. But uh, you're gonna get this either Sunday night or Monday morning. We'll see what I get done tonight. But thanks for listening to the show, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>